Welcome to Ethics and Etiquette, a thought-provoking discussion about everyday dilemmas. Our goal here is to offer you insights and perspectives on sticky situations that will help you examine your choices and exercise your own ethical muscles. If you have a sticky situation, send it to us, inbox at ethicsandetiquette.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Marna Ashburn, here with wife, mother, and attorney, Kelly Halligan-Zimmerman. Good morning, Kelly. Hey, good morning, Marna. Good morning, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Mike Derrick, a retired Army officer, combat vet, and father of four. Hello, Mike. Hey, good morning, Marna, and good morning, Kelly, and good morning to all our listeners. Good morning, everybody. Here we are at our final episode for 2021. This is the traditional time to do some reflection on the year and look forward to our New Year's resolutions, or as I like to say, since I don't want to set myself up for failure, New Year's commitments or New Year's intentions. Something beyond lose 10 pounds and quit gossiping. Ralph Waldo Emerson was noted for greeting friends with the question, what has become clear to you since we last met? His intent, say historians, was an invitation and a challenge to assess the progress of their thinking. So Mike and Kelly, I'd like to ask each one of you, what has become clear to you since we last met, either in the context of the work we do on this podcast or otherwise? Kelly, I'm going to shoot it to you first. Okay, thanks, Marna. So I feel like my comments may be a little bit negative (laughs) or a little bit of a downer, but that's okay. Here I go. So I do feel the older I get, the less I know. You know, I just feel, you know, when you were young, you were so confident, thought you knew everything. And as I age, I just feel less sure about everything and sort of a little bit jaded. I think that's number one. Uh, Number two is, you know, especially in these COVID times, but even without COVID, I I think a lot of people are struggling and life is hard. So when we talk about ethics, I think it's important to carry out and try to live your, your morals and your, you know, your principles. And so I think it's super important to be kind and supportive of others even when they seem unkind to you, uh, because you really don't know what they're going through and what they're living with. Also, I think technology must be used in moderation. I, as I go through the year or went through the year, I just see, you know, especially young people with their phones constantly, constantly looking at their phones, constantly texting, constantly reading TikTok or whatever it is. And it's just too much. And I worry about the long-term consequences of that. And then my, my last couple of things, as far as becoming clear to me, is that it's important to be grateful. No matter what's happening, get up each day and be grateful for what you have. And, you know, try to do the best you can each day. And I think prayer is important. Some people meditate, some people pray, but I, I think that's important to help keep things clear. So those would be as I thought about and looked back on this year, what has become clear to me. Wow, that's some pretty deep stuff, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, Kelly. <laughs> that's so unlikely, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I usually no, no, don't no, no. Uh, don't give things much thought and just kind of try that's to be happy and go about my day. But yeah. anyways. No, but you make some wonderful points. I just I can relate to all of them. So the older you get, the less you feel you know. And number two, be kind to others because everybody's struggling. It's been a tough year, two years. Use technology in moderation and be grateful and pray. Does that sound about right? That's my list. Yes, I think I will tape these to my bathroom wall and 
look at them every morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, my daughter was talking about technology when she was here for Thanksgiving and how she keeps cutting out more and more social media. She dropped her Facebook account, and she said she's getting ready to drop her Reddit account because it's a big time suck for her every day. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, she said she's been having trouble sleeping, and she thinks it's because she's on the computer or the phone so much, and she needs to turn things off earlier before she goes to bed. That's what sleep experts say. They say, like... Yeah. Don't even, I think they say an hour or two before you want to go to sleep, put the phone down, don't have it in your bedroom, and kind of start to wind down. Right. Good advice. Mike, what has become clear to you? Well, since I just can't take Kelly's list, which was great. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you have a great one, too. <laughs> well, it's not a list, you know. Well, you had quite a year with your yeah. epic hike. We're talking about reflections on this year, and so I think... For me, it's a blend of what's happening around us, around me, and how that affects what I do. And so, you know, here we are in this seemingly never-ending COVID crisis. And I just, for one thing, I'm exhausted by it. I really miss seeing people's faces. I miss seeing smiles. I miss seeing all the facial expression that happens from below the eyes and above the Adam's apple, which we're deprived of now in many cases if you're outside or you're, I mean, you're inside in a, in a masked type environment. I really miss that. And so what that's done, I think, for both me and Kathy is out of some necessity, we, it's pushed a little escapism. And we talked about that in the last two episodes. You know, we, we go off by ourselves in the middle of nowhere for weeks at a time. We're very, very thankful that we have that opportunity and, you know, it's changed us. So COVID has changed me. COVID has, I speak for Kathy and myself. So switching gears here a little bit, I want to build on what Kelly said a moment ago. She said, the older I get, I realize how little I know. And I, I'll build on that by saying that I also realize that I don't need to know everything anymore. I used to be just sort of have this insatiable uh, appetite for news, for example. If it was going on, I wanted to know about it, and I wanted yeah. to read something thoughtful about it that right. somebody you were a news junkie. I was sure. a news junkie, but you know, in a in a good way. It wasn't just sort of like it was serious news. And I've realized that that doesn't get me very far anymore in my current place in life. So I've become much more discriminating in what I consume. And part of that, again, ties into what Kelly said, which is the devices. And you can spend all of your time every single day on a device learning more about things that, in my case, don't really affect my life. So I'm trying to focus my energy and my effort less on those outside inputs and more on the things that really matter to me. You know, my health, my relationships. I mentioned in the previous podcast, if folks were listening, that this week I turned the big 6-0. You know, that makes you think, you know, there's a whole lot more of life behind me than there is in front of me. And so you begin to consider what's really important. Looking at health, I'm looking at relationships, investing in them. And so I'm, I'm all over the map here, you guys. You guys need to ask me a good question that brings me back. I think I know back. what you mean, though. Brings me back on the map. In, in the momentness. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. With what life has yeah. put before you in your midst. Right. Yeah, I think that's so important to live in the here and now and not worry about the future and be focused on something that hasn't happened yet. And, and, and to try on... to stay positive. And yeah. that's what you're talking about. Staying away from the news is a way to stay positive because oh, yeah. it's, just, yeah. it's just a mess and it just makes you feel bad. Especially now with everything so polarized. Very rarely 
will there be a happy story? And if you read enough of it, I think it really changes your mind. You become a much more negative person. I'm always struck by the dichotomy between the the wonderful things I see around me and what I see in the headlines of the newspaper or I hear on the radio news or if I were to watch it on TV, which I don't anymore, what I would hear on the news, you know, all the negative stuff. Trying to live in the here and now, as you both said, and then trying to focus on the positive. Wise words. How about you, Marna? Well, I hate to be the downer in the group, but I've got to share this. You know, you guys know I lost my dad in September. I lost my dog of 14 years last week, right before Thanksgiving. And so it's kind of knocked the wind out of me. Both events have reminded me of the transitoriness of life and how much life asks us to let go and surrender. And also being involved in the process of assimilating these losses and grieving and moving on. One of my favorite authors has written the quote, a deep distress hath humanized my soul. And I think that's kind of what I'm going through now. I will be more understanding, more sympathetic, and more empathetic for others going through for this, going through this, and going through any losses in the future than I ever was before. I had to confront this in my own life. Loss, and this is especially true of many of us in this age group, we are saying goodbye to our parents. Mm-hmm. It's part of the human condition, but it's also so abstract and ephemeral. It's hard to sort out. It's very hard. So this is all pretty recent and fresh for me, and it's ongoing. Speaking of being in the moment, I'm being in the moment with the loss and the grief right now, and, and I'm just trying to process it through faith and prayer. It's been a difficult run, Marna, these last months. So sorry, Marna. Yeah, yeah. thanks. It's difficult, but it's a useful process for sure. Any further thoughts before we close out the year? Happy 2022. May 2022 improve upon 2021. Yes. May it be a much better year. Mike, anything? As I look forward, I look back at 2021 and I look forward to 2022. One of the things that I think is, it's a goal of mine, is to be more present. And, um, you know, Kelly talked about the way in which people spend a lot of time on devices. And I talked about the fact that our faces are covered up with masks. So there's some real obstacles out there to being with people. And when I say with people, I mean really connecting with them. And so one of my goals is to try to try to be more present with people that I interact with. If we're wearing a mask, sometimes, unfortunately, that's just going to be eye contact and body language. But just make that person feel like they are the most important thing in your life right now. And that you're not distracted, you're not in a hurry, you're not got something more important to go do. But that interaction, that human contact is the single most important thing you need to do right then. So that's that's on my list of things to do. And hopefully with 2022, things open up a little and uh, we have more of a chance to do that. Yeah, a beautiful thought, Mike. Honoring somebody with your attention, I think, yeah. is one of just one yeah. of the highest forms of mm-hmm. respect that you can do. I hope you start a yeah. movement. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In the momentness and listening. Yeah, right. Great ideas for the culture. Well, I have a quick wrap-up on our Ethics and Etiquette podcast. This year, we've done 17 full episodes in 2021. They covered a range of topics, Leave No Trace and Trail Magic about Mike and Kathy's backwoods hike, Death and Dying, Pesky Dilemmas in the Workplace, Forms of Address, Listener Email, The Case of Shakiri Richardson, Flag Day Etiquette, Things My Mom and Dad Used to Say, Funeral Etiquette, Pictures of the Deceased Spouse in the House, a circle back session, 
recycling, tipping on a takeout order, that was one of the most popular episodes we did, Washington's rules for civility, should I quit Amazon, and crosswalks and roundabout etiquette. We hope through all these that we gave you something to think about and maybe you learned something. As always, thanks for being on this journey with us this year. We'll be back in 2022 with more thought-provoking dialogues. Until then, let's keep this conversation going. Send us your thoughts anytime, inbox at ethicsandetiquette.com. Leave a voicemail at our website, ethicsandetiquette.com. Check out our Instagram, at Ethics Etiquette, and our Facebook page, Ethics and Etiquette. For Kelly Halligan Zimmerman and Mike Derrick, I'm Marna Ashburn, and this is Ethics and Etiquette. From all of us, we wish you a very happy holiday and a wonderful new year.